fucked up white boy with a little bit of swag, but sit down sexual style. Is he goaded with the sauce? I need you to shut the fuck up. Please. Never never quote this ever again. Levi, I have a I have a task oh, yeah? to ask of you. Say what you just said, but go back in time and say it to a small Victorian child and see what happens. Do they even speak English? <laughs> no, but whatever he said is going to make their head explode. I'm sure it will. Either that or the Nick's dick I hand him. <laughs> <laughs> or the what? Uh, I'm going to hand him my little disposable and let him take a hit. See what happens. Science. You get where I'm coming from here? Yeah. 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 He, uh, he, he, yeah. Are you? <laughs> I'm. I'm going to hand him the next stick of Bud Light and I'm going to start playing Post Malone as an experiment. <laughs> Which? No. Play Which? some play some Death Grips <clears throat> mixed with uh, 100 Gex. No. no. I'd be that... hung up as like a witch. I'd be burned at the stake. <laughs> without a doubt. Even though they weren't doing that at the time, they definitely would have. I have the firm belief that at all points in history, you can vibe to Post Malone. Like <laughs> 100 Gex, you can you can go maybe 100 years back with 100 Gex. Yeah. No, maybe not even 40. Maybe 40. Yeah. Maybe 40. You just got to hit the right group of people that are fucked up on enough shit to appreciate it. I'm not fucked up on enough shit to appreciate it. When did that. America <laughs> get crack? Uh, the 80s? Uh, more like Coke, I'd say. 70s? Is, That's where we introduce 100 70s, gags. 80s. That's where right. we introduce it. <laughs> High energy. It really fits in with it. Yeah, yeah no, I can't. Uh, and then, uh... Fuck. I, I, I just, I need to see, uh, Louis the 14th or 15th just jamming out to Circles by Post Malone. <laughs> Right before Fuck. he gets decapitated. So, um, I said before this podcast, <laughs> things were things were going to come out, right? Okay. You have I'm some gonna, deep, dark secrets. First, I will say one sentence. It's, it's a Dang. little shameful, but I'll say it. Okay. Mom found the banana cup. <laughs> what? Uh, I had a Wendy's cup filled with, like, four banana peels. Just watching over the past couple weeks and I got home and it's gone. Ugh. She didn't say anything, did she? You, no. you just did this for science? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that leads me to my second science experiment. It's in crew voice reply. Uh what? That was a espresso. It's no. espresso and Levi. It's not even loading. Levi, you can't. It's not even the fucking screen. There it is. You that, can't be a disgusting piece of shit and call it being a scientist. You that's know been on, that's been on my desk for about three <laughs> weeks. I'm waiting. I to know see what one happens. other person like you, and his name is Skate. We'll, we won't use his real name. We'll, we'll call him Skate because <laughs> he he had what was it? Oh wait, I have another um, one. Oh, you more? More? <laughs> Are you trying to reinvent <laughs> alchemy or something? Like I think so. Are we about to see, you know, piss in a jar to... that you're trying to turn into gold? 
You no. tried to turn trash into gold, and I don't know. Oh, the buzz ball that I like drank almost all of. Levi. That's been there for like Levi. a month. Levi, Levi why did you like this? <laughs> Levi, no. My sister's trying to sleep, and I can't keep quiet. I have over another how Starbucks cup I'm working are. on right now. No, <laughs> that's not nearly as far. I've only had that for a week. All right, all right, Levi, I'm, I'm gonna need you to do something. Uh, okay. All right, I'm gonna need you to drop some down sexual style. <laughs> I, I need you to drop some nicotine juice into that buzz ball. I don't have nicotine juice. All right, find some. I'm gonna see what happens. I'm curious. I'm now. sure. I'm, I'm will. You know what? I probably do have a bottle hidden in a crevice somewhere. From what I used to. From one of your last science experience experiments. Going and uh, we'll transition from one science experiment to another. I've been playing uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh huh. Yu-Gi-Oh. It's fun. Uh, it is. Speaking fun. of which, Hadar, I have to test something after this. Okay. Uh, sure. I don't have very long. To Test, but I can definitely help you test for a little. I just have to test one card interaction. That's really fine. Because uh, I wish there was a practice mode or something. Like I guess I like really some random Because I mean, you can just go a... to solo. Yeah. Well, I'm running a Destiny Hero deck, right? Mm -hmm. That's that's my current one. And one of the Destiny Hero fusions, I can summon with Destiny Fusion. You know what that is, Star? Fusion Destiny. Yes. Uh, uh, yes. Fusion Destiny. I can uh, put three cards from my deck into my graveyard and fusion summon this monster. But on my next start phase, it's deleted. Destroyed. But the card states that if it is destroyed by card effects, I can special summon three cards from my graveyard. I'm pretty sure that's the entire purpose of that card. because they really Okay, I haven't gotten to test it yet. Because I either win immediately or they destroy it normally. With like... No, I'm... I'm fairly certain that, that is the intended uh, combination. Okay. Because again, those cards came out in the same set. Okay. Good to know then. Yeah. Second uh, dominant, monster. Right? Yes, yes, yes. That's it. Monster Hunter Japanese... Rise. Yeah. Uh, really quick. Right, go ahead. Japanese name yeah. is Dominant Guy. I fucking love the Destiny hero names. They're like just thing that starts with D. Guy because they're all British. Oh, God, why am I playing this deck? Why didn't you tell me that? I don't want to play a fucking British deck. Too bad, you have to know. Fuck. Well, Monster Hunter Rise, I have been, I've started the modding. It is on PC, I can mod. Oh, yeah. I've yeah, got a... True. I have a monster health bar now. Okay. You know um, when you kill a monster, it comes up with just, like, a screen over top the monster looking down at it? Mm -hmm. I modded in the last hit enters a slow mo mode, like mm. almost like a Tekken. Okay, it slows down and then you get the last hit. It also happens if it kills me, so it's kind of funny. And That's thirdly, I got a item generator, so okay. all those fucking mushrooms and shit, I don't have to collect anymore. I fucking hate that. So <laughs> now I can just hunt monsters. I can be happy. Okay. Let's see. Yeah, yeah no, it's it's all worth it. Okay, let's go to manga. Oh, the, okay. Uh, let me see. This is the one I posted in Weeb recommendations the other day. Uh, 
Yagate Kimi no Ninaru. Just show it to me. I'll Motherfucker, it for you. it's in Weeb Recommendations. Yagate Kimi Ninaru. That's right. Suck a dick. Yagate Kimi Ninaru. Yes. Uh, lesbian romance. Malga. Yep. I've never read one. I enjoyed it. Bloom into you. Literally, the English name is right there. Yep. Why do you do this to yourself, Levi? Hmm? He wants oh, to be English name is right there. Yeah. Well, no. The, now you know. The, the manga app I use is all in, like, not in English. So, you know, <laughs> that's how I know it. Perfect, perfectly valid. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Up next. Fuck, now I want to read Lucifer and the Biscuit of Hammer again because I scrolled up. Uh, Uchu Kyodai. Uchu Kyodai. Space Brothers. Yes, Space Brothers. Well, Kyodai this one... more so means siblings, but usually refers to brothers. Yes, it is. I just looked it up on Anime List and it is Space Brothers. Guess what it's about? Hmm. It's about two brothers In becoming, space? trying to become astronauts. Trying to go in space. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is the hype of shit. It is until like, one of them dies in an explosion by accident. Bro, it's like three hundred something chapters, and it's fucking good. That's what's up. It is. I think it's uh, finished too. Okay. Taking oh. bets. Uh, taking bets on who dies in the ex- fiery explosion first. I can. I already know who. Damn. Because one of the, one of the brothers is more main character than the other. It's not a spoiler. Right. One brother is already an astronaut in the NASA program. And oh, the other will die. And the other just got he got fired from his job. And then his brother sent him a application form and he fills it out and it's like, hey, come down to Houston. Let's see how you do. You and four hundred other people. <laughs> come to America. Exactly. The only place Japanese people go that isn't Brazil. <laughs> So that one's worth it. Let's see. Next one. So so no free or in. S O U. Just just post it in the thing. I'm working on it. Soul-so. Oh, it has an anime. We like anime sometimes. Yeah. Imagine liking anime in this podcast. Post it in Weeb recommendations because it's good. Yeah. So um. That's some German bullshit. So classic, uh, what's the what's that JRPG series? The big one in Japan, um, Final Fantasy. No, no, <laughs> big JRPG series. Square, Square, Persona, Persona. No, Square no. Enix, Final Fantasy. Fuck, shut up. <laughs> uh, Dragon Quest. I said oh, that yeah. three times. I couldn't <laughs> hear you this whole time. Hadar. I couldn't hear you over the shit spouting nonsense. <laughs> Sorry. My sister's going to sleep, and you guys just keep upsetting me, specifically <laughs> Levi. <laughs> Why get in the blame for this? You should hear better. I had some Italian derogatory fuck <laughs> in my ear. Italian derogatory is my favorite fucking thing. <laughs> oh, no. So, Dragon Quest, right? There's a demon king. Your classic, like, party of four people go out to kill the demon mm-hmm. king. I they still six. love the fact that, real quick, I love the fact that Hero is just a class in Japan. Yeah, they yeah, can't explain actually... what it is. It just is. It's some dude with a sword, probably. So, guess what? They do, They kill the Demon King, right? But uh-huh. then the, the that's like all in the first chapter. 
the real story of the manga is uh, the elf who's going to live like practically forever and everyone like dying around her and moving on past that age. Because like in the first chapter, it's like, yay, Demon King is dead. And then the next chapter is 20 years later. Everyone's a little older. Elf, no difference whatsoever. Five years later, everyone's a little older. Elf, no different whatsoever. Yeah. And it's just like moving on from like the old shit you did into new ages and people forgetting about the heroes of old and it's good check it out there's a reason yeah. it's ranked number 77 the title is uh translates to a free freeren at the funeral well there you go it's been published in english as freeren beyond journey's end by this media since yeah. no november 9th of last year and yeah, it think... won the new work prize at the 25th Tezuka Osamu Cultural Prize Awards last year. Oh, Tezuka's a big one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the one you yeah. want to win. <laughs> yeah, it is. Fuck, this has some accolades. Yeah, no, I uh, check it out. I mean, I'm looking and there's only 11,000 readers so far, but go read it. It's good. It's, it's because you don't have people constantly uh, like punching people and some bitch with big titties. Yeah, no. There's none of that in there, which is probably why I like it so much. Imagine That's... not liking the shit that, uh, that every trash anime has in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got a I got a sign of good luck this week, guys. Oh. My uh my star sign was in full moon. I got a three patty McDouble. Yeah. That's just... how you know. That's your sign, and you're gonna. It have just a good arrived month. like that. <laughs> Yeah, no. I took they a just... bite and then I looked in it and I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I've been uh, blessed by the gods. By the McDods. <laughs> the golden like arches McDod, of the heavens. Mm -hmm. the one McGod. The heavenly arches the the arches to heaven. <laughs> the golden arches to heaven. You might think you might think three patties is too much. It's not. Yeah. I uh, might ask for another patty next time. <laughs> No, the thing thing is, the golden arches to heaven, most people don't realize. You go up and then down. You go up and you go back down. You never get to heaven. No. Nope. It's just one big roller coaster ride, but not nearly as fun. <laughs> yep. Okay. And... Ba -ba -ba -ba. Apparently, Power Rangers is going to get rebooted. I'm cutting Again? into fucking Levi just for this. Yeah. Again? Yep. Okay, I'm down. No, my coffee escapades. Mm -hmm. It's been it's been a week. Uh-huh. So that espresso maker I bought, fucking piece of shit, returned it. Fuck that shit. Waste okay. of space. Yep. I went uh Amazon, bought a mocha pot. Okay. Gives me some pretty good shit. I did just like burn my hand pretty bad like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> mm -hmm. But but the coffee tastes good, and that's what matters. Yeah. Did you get that espresso kettle thing? Yeah, that's what it's called, the mocha pot. Oh, okay, cool. Pretty hype, right? Mm-hmm. Burn it's cheap. Oh, yeah, burned the shit out of my hand, but it's... Oh, yeah, yeah, you, you have to grab by the handle. <laughs> I did, that's the thing. Oh, is it a metal handle? No, I think the flames were just going a little further out. Oh, you have and a so gas stove? Rose. Yes, I have a gas stove. Okay, yeah, that's why. I just have to do it at a lower temperature next time. Mm -hmm. so that's good I bought a milk frother 
Yeah. So you can, you know, have you guys been to Starbucks and they have that like really like dense mm-hmm. foam on the top? Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? I can make that now, which is pretty hype. That's, oh, I got a new coffee grinder because my old coffee grinder broke. This new coffee grinder doesn't work. Broke. <laughs> got it in, it just, it just doesn't work. Um, yeah. Yep. Okay. So fuck my life, right? Right. So, Specifically, Levi, like your Levi's a barista. <laughs> I, I see what I missed now. <laughs> Luckily, I did. I was at a coffee shop a couple days ago, and I bought a bag, and I had them grind it in there. So I did have some yeah. grinded coffee on hand. You you missed it last week, Chris. Uh, we spoke lengthily, like thirty minutes, about coffee. Levi and I. <laughs> hey, I'm. That's that's cool. I taught I'm, him I'm some coffee. I taught him some neat tricks about espresso. So, yeah. well, yeah, because that espresso maker I had, right? Yeah. The espresso that came out was good. It right. tasted good, but oh, yeah. the coffee would come out like warm, mm. not hot. Mm-hmm. The little frother on the <clears throat> side was a piece of shit. <laughs> and I was like, I spent like $80 on this. I returned mm-hmm. it. I got the mocha pot. And a much, much better frother for the same price. Mm-hmm. All in all, I'm getting deep, deep in that coffee game. <clears throat> My mom's getting mad. I'm taking up too much counter space. <laughs> <laughs> I have that the French press. Right. I have the mocha pot. I have the grinder. <laughs> I bought an electric kettle. I did that too. It's an electric kettle. You can set specific temperatures. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's advanced shit. I just have one where you just fucking flip the yep. thing and go. Mm-hmm. And I have the frother. That's like a bunch of room. That's she's, awesome. She's not a fan of it. The, <laughs> the best part of this, though, was so I bought that electric kettle for like $50, right? Mm-hmm. At the place I work. As I'm mm. walking out the door, a manager is, she's like, oh, what's that? And I'm like, it's electric kettle. And she's like, oh, I just marked some of those down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I went and returned the one I just bought. And then bought it for half price. <laughs> Motherfucking Chad. Someone nice. like accidentally ran over the box with a with a cutter. And I'm like, okay, I don't give a shit. Yep. I don't care if the box is getting thrown away anyway. Yep. Yeah. So I got it for like half because it was like $50, but I got it for 25 That's pretty good. Yeah. That's nice. I'm mad That's though because that, that new bean grinder I got, it could do... um. It says it could do F- espresso fine. I don't believe it because it was only like forty dollars, mm. and usually you have to have something more expensive to do that. But it said it could go from fine to normal, which is like drip coffee, and then coarse for French press. And I was excited to practice a little with it, and then it didn't work. A little sad boy. Yeah. Because I looked it up, and with that mocha pot, you're not actually supposed to use espresso grinds for it. You're supposed to use a little coarser because the espresso grinds make the water really hard to pull up. So you want to use something a little coarser. But now, still using the espresso grinds, it doesn't taste bad. Mm-hmm. Tastes good. But hey, that's all I got this week. I'm deep in the coffee game. Question. Yeah. Yes. Question, Levi. Have you tried cool. putting your espresso grind in the freezer first? Fuck, no. You gotta try it out, I swear. <laughs> okay, um... Chris, go ahead. I'm going to go put some espresso grind in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> All righty then. Okay, so uh, I wasn't here last week. 
and I was just dead. Yep. <laughs> I just couldn't do it. I was just dead inside. But I'm here. I did, however, do some stuff. Uh, namely, I finished Far Cry 5. Oh. Because I told myself I was going to do that. And now I have successfully finished every Far Cry game. <laughs> uh, so, it, well, fuck. No, I, fuck. I forgot Far Cry, whatever, Blood Dragon or whatever it's called. Yeah, I was about to say the 80s and then, one. And, and New Dawn. I'm not, okay, those are spinoffs. I'm not playing those. Yep. Fuck. <laughs> Only mainline. All the mainline Far Cry games. There we go. I don't want to play those. I might. <laughs> Blood Dragon Super side. I like no, I like Far Cry, but I don't know if I like Far Cry that much. Yeah. I'm just trying to <laughs> I'm conflicted. Um if I ever ha- have a hankering for more Far Cry, I'll I'm intrigued that you've played that many games of a shooter. Yeah. I mean it's because it's Far Cry. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy clear base, take base, mm-hmm. kill guy, and then I can do stealthy boy. I can just blow the guy brain out. Have I? I would recommend Halo Infinite if it weren't for the fact that that was the weakest part of the game. (laughs) Yeah, I'll probably get around to that eventually. One of these days, who knows? Right. Um, But yeah, I finished Far Cry Five. Right, and that's uh, that's a good one. I I actually like it. I think, much like every Ubisoft game, it was kind of shitty at launch mm-hmm. and then <clears throat> it works now it's not the best in terms of writing or characters it's kind of weird but kill evil jesus cult as you do <laughs> yep do it <laughs> did you mean christianity as a whole far cry. <laughs> <laughs> far cry as a whole is christianity as a whole there we go <laughs> um Where's the but line? yeah no I had fun with it, and now I'm done with Far Cry. I'm. Have we noticed a trend here? I've I've been playing nothing but Ubisoft games. For the past, stop playing like, Ubisoft year. games? I I bro, I finished every Assassin's Creed game back to back over like six to eight months, <laughs> five months, five to six, something I don't know. But I did a lot of Far uh, Assassin's Creed, and then I did all the Far Cry. And then I think that's it. I don't feel like doing any of the rest. Because who really cares? But what else have I done? I have not gotten a chance to really sit down and play Monster Hunter yet. Even though Lex got it for me after the last podcast episode I was on. So I should have put some time into it but i have not i okay i'm just back need welcome back. back i just need a day of just pure focus to sit down and play monster hunter i haven't gotten yeah. that day yet yeah but eventually i will um i'll tell you what game i didn't play that was also gifted to me by a friend Levi, I have oh. not booted up anime feed oh, yet. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I found a game on Steam for three dollars. 
just titled Anime Feet. <laughs> and he bought it and, and sent it to me. Um, and I have not booted it up. It is downloaded. It. It's a dollar and fifty cents. No. It is. It is downloaded. I have just. Why would you pay a dollar fifty cents for Anime Feet? We can just have Google. How much uh, storage space does uh, Depravity take up? Um, Probably a zettabyte. Uh, let's see. I didn't say I didn't even buy it for myself. So you just bought it for me. No, uh, I should. <laughs> I should specify how much space does it take up in your dignity storage? How, how much? Forty-one point six seven megabytes. Damn, that's like all your <laughs> dignity gone. Yeah, bro. Um, but I, it's there. I just haven't touched it because I don't live alone, <laughs> and I'm not doing that right now. Oh, let me read the description. <laughs> Anime feet. A more powerful combo of words doesn't exist. Play our exclusive puzzle formula and unlock fresh, cute anime gal feet for you to for you to appreciate. Ooh. ooh. Mm, I think I got cancer out of that. So I I was under the assumption that you bought it for yourself as God, well no. for the meme. <laughs> what do you think? But I am you just bought it for me. Yeah, so now I, I have to. to play it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want this in my library. <laughs> Oh man, uh, yeah, but that's that's a game I own. Thank you, Levi. Too much. Oh. This is a review. Too much work. Thirteen minutes played. No feet. One toe out of ten. Damn. <laughs> uh, damn. Uh, what other games have I played? Uh, it's retro gaming time. Hell yeah, let's go. Because oh my god, Chris. Hmm. What? Nothing. Keep going. Okay. But yeah, no. So I, uh, as I have been a lot lately, I have just been playing old games because old games are fun. And uh, right now I'm playing uh, Harvest Moon, the one on the GBA, Friends of Mineral Town, the one that's not great, but still cute. So I'm playing it. Um, What else? I'm still doing my Fire Red playthrough because it's Fire Red. And I started Secret of Mana again because I never actually got to finish that game and I want to. But yeah, I've been playing old games because they're yeah. fun. And I'm waiting on a new handheld. Mm -hmm. uh, it <clears throat> shipped out from China like a week ago. So it should be here in a couple weeks or so. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Hi. Yeah. Uh, mostly retro games, and then haven't played much else aside from finishing Far Cry Five. <laughs> but what was uh, the Pokemon you chose in Fire Red again? Oh yeah, bro. You know I went. I went my boy Bulba Boy. Bulba 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 Boy. I fucking love Bulbasaur, bro. Like I love Charmander. I love you know he turns into a fucking dragon. He's sick. That's cool. I like it. Everybody does. Fine. Uh, yeah. Literally everybody. everybody. Literally everybody. <laughs> I like Turtle. He's a turtle, and then he turns into a fluffy turtle, and then he turns into a giant fucking turtle with cannons on his back. That's sick. I like that. Hey, Levi, Chris. what the fuck, bro? <laughs> what to do? Oh, uh, no. 
I'll get to that in a second. But Bulbasaur, Bulbasaur deserves the respect of me not <laughs> moving on. All right. Bulbasaur turns into a giant ugly frog thing with a flower on its back. Sure. The dinosaur. But he real strong and he a cool boy. I love mm-hmm. Venusaur. I love the whole Bulbasaur line. And and it, and I, I will die on this hill. <laughs> <laughs> Bulbasaur deserves more love. Now, moving on, Levi, bruh. <laughs> so, Anime Feet has an expansion pack, right? <laughs> I got him the Tentacles expansion pack. Now I have to play it. Levi! What is happening here? You, have you debase our holy grounds further into the pits of primordial hell. Chris has to stream this now. This is his debut. <laughs> Chris, uh, just keep oh in mind. Oh my god, it's a slide puzzle game? Just keep in mind. <laughs> uh, I hadn't even looked that far into it, bro. You're gonna want to download the bare feet patch before you start. Just I so know. You know. <laughs> that, was, that was your message in the original gift. Oh, okay. Then you, uh, didn't remember that. <laughs> Levi, you gotta stop! <laughs> is trying not to die and it's gonna be the fucking title of this podcast (laughs) download the bare feet patch (laughs) (laughs) levi we we are officially uh unionizing against your 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 rule of the podcast (laughs) our our first our first uh choice is a union you're fired levi down with the proletariat i've been dethroned (laughs) Down with the bourgeoisie. <laughs> Down with the whole goddamn system. Revolution. <laughs> this is something I'm everyone gets. Person of the company, damn it. <laughs> Why is... is first act is king? Everyone must wear open-toed shoes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Who are you, Dan Schneider from Nickelodeon? This man bought me the Anime Feet DLC. Bro. He bought me the Tentacles DLC live on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Oh my god. Oh my fucking uh, face hurts. Fucking Bulbasaur's oh lit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I'm waiting on a new handheld uh right now. And it's it's a relatively new release, like mid December it first started appearing in listings. <laughs> Um, but it's called the Miu Mini, and it is small, Game Boy shaped vertical device like that. Okay. Uh, and it's it, you know it's same as uh the the other one I have pretty much up to PS one pretty well. Mm-hmm. Right. It's pretty good. And um, just I ordered it when I ordered it like two weeks ago because I wanted to wait for it to get here from china which takes like a month you know especially because like chinese new year was around the time i ordered and they were like waiting to ship stuff out and stuff like that right um so fucking i was waiting for custom firmware to come out for it which for non-nerd that's you know an operating system Mm -hmm. a slightly updated operating system for the device so that it works a little bit better than stock uh, all of my devices are currently running on 
custom firmware from various nerds who make this shit. Dudes who are smarter than me. Uh, but I have started messing around with uh, themes, making themes for the custom firmwares. Um, I'm not gotten done with my first one yet, <laughs> but when I do, I will load it up onto one of my devices and show it to you guys so that uh, you can see what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Because making themes for them is something I didn't really think about. Uh, but trying to put themes onto my devices that were a little bit better than just the stock, you know, cartoony, fun, child video game themes. I I wanted something a little bit more sleek for, like, my main handheld, the 351. And uh, I made one, and it uh, it looks okay. But I'm working on a nice graphical theme for it, Ooh. it now. Ooh. So... Once that's done, I'll show it. But, um, yeah. So, I'm kind of diving into the development side of those handhelds because, I don't know, I feel like when I rediscovered that niche, because emulator console thingies have been around for, like, a decade at this point. Maybe more. And um, it wasn't until, like, two or three years ago where it was like, oh shit, these are real now. <laughs> you the, like swappable cards, custom firmware, the buttons feel good, they're made with high quality materials, great screens, all that shit, right? It wasn't until a couple of years ago that that shit started to pick up. So now that I'm really into this, I'm like this is going to be a bigger market. Um especially mm-hmm. now that we are working on like GameCube uh Heavy Dreamcast, Sega Saturn, um, and probably, if not by the end of this year, by the end of next year, we'll probably be seeing some some PS2 come to these handhelds. Oh, shit. And just that's because when we are currently entering the third generation of these handhelds, uh, the first generation, which started in like twenty late 2018, through 2019, right? Uh, that generation of handhelds um, up to, you know, Super Nintendo GBA, which that's still a lot of games, you know? And then last generation, we got up to PS1. And then this generation, we're starting to hit GameCube. Pe- there, There is a device, the RG552, that as well as the Retroid Pocket 2 Plus. Both of those machines run Wind Waker with a one-time frame skip pretty fucking well. Hmm. So we're starting to get into GameCube. Dreamcast is becoming super easy. Um, and it's just something I'm really into keeping up with now. I'm hyped to see PS2 get onto the handhelds because, well, that's where I, that was my first console. So, yeah, <clears throat> I'm excited to see uh, Freak Style on the PS2 handheld. <laughs> yeah, boy. That game that no one knows about. Literally, I cannot find enough videos on it on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Is, there, is there even a ROM online of that? 
<laughs> there has to be. There has Somewhere. to be. Someone's done it. Some there's one other person in the world like Adrian I, <laughs> that remembers. I need thing. to I need to see Deegan from Metal Militia <laughs> on a handheld. Yeah. But yeah, so as as is uh <clears throat> pretty as you can assume by my interest in these handhelds and I've made jokes about it in the past couple episodes I've been on and talked about this shit. Yeah, I, I, arg. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't care arg. anymore. I cannot legally tell you where to acquire things, mm-hmm. but I'm okay with pirating some old video games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. New games that are still selling that people still need to get paid for. Yeah. If but you want games. tips on emulating, join the Discord. <laughs> It's cool to be a pirate. Arg. Arg. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, I'm I'm really big into it. And they're so cool. I want to collect a lot, but they're, they're right. starting to get expensive. <laughs> yep. um, so I'm just collecting the old ones mm-hmm. that are like in the $50 to $70 range. As opposed to collecting the new ones, which are getting up to like $250 fucking dollars. Yeah. Um, yep. But a new one did just come out. Mm-hmm. I forgot that the AYN Odin came out. Uh, that was a Indiegogo project, I think. Mm-hmm. And it we've been waiting for, or well, they have all been waiting for like three-ish years for that device to come out. And now that it's finally out, it does what you want it to do. Um. It it's starting to peak into PS2 territory. That one is, uh, but I don't think we're gonna have solid all around coverage of PS2 performance until the next generation of handhelds. But that one's the closest to it, and that one's like two hundred for the base model, or no, two hundred for the light model, and then two fifty for the base model, and then two eighty for the pro model and i kind of want to get the pro because that shit's kind of fucking cool but i don't have 280 dollars plus shipping from god knows where that shit is being developed (laughs) you know and plus it's an indiegogo project so if i ordered one now i would have to wait until the seventeen thousand other people that back the project got theirs before i got mine so you know, right, it it would be fucking forever. So I'm gonna wait until that one is out on the public market, and mm-hmm. um, it's probably gonna be a while. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, retro handhelds. That's pretty yeah, much all for video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have been reading a lot of manga, but nothing that I really want to talk about yet. Because I'm not deep enough into anything to have real thoughts. Yeah, I've just been starting things and uh, you know, you, poking you around. Weren't, you weren't here for my blue period talk last week. I was not. How how are, how are you feeling about that, though? It's fucking great. It's yes, amazing. Yes, it is. Uh, so I've started reading that because I finished the uh, what there is of an anime. Right. And uh, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, Blue Period's good, isn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's very good. Um, but yeah, I've just been reading bits and pieces of a lot of different manga, just trying to find something to hook me in because I want to start reading something. I don't know if you're interested, but my strategy, mm-hmm. I I just go to through the uh, my anime list, top 100 manga, and I'm reading down the list. Fair enough. Over the years, though, I've read probably over half of that list, so I'm having to skip a lot. Yeah. But it's working out. That's how I'm discovering a lot of the ones I'm reading right now. It's pretty sick. Yeah. Uh, I might. We'll see. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I haven't done a whole lot aside from research on handheld stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah. Well, there was a one shot sh- shout out I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So all the coffee information I'm getting is from James Hoffman, a YouTube channel. This dude is like a fucking coffee genius. <laughs> so for the mocha pot, right? He literally just put an episode out a couple weeks ago going over it and like testing with it where he had a custom mocha pot made with a thermometer in the base, a thermometer in the coffee spout and a thermometer where the coffee would be. He also had a pressure gauge inside of it to tell how many PSIs it had in it. Holy shit. And he tried like three different starting temps, three different coffee grinds and just all the variables you can think of. Right. To be like, this Well, this is what will get you the best cup of coffee at the end. Mm. And it was, you want a ground, just a little bit more coarse than espresso. And you want to start with boiling water. So boil water, put it that in the mocha pot, and then put that on the stove for mm. optimal coffee. That's but if you're into like the science and history of that kind of shit, go check out James Kaufman. Dude's a genius. That's cool. And I guess I'll say uh, one person on YouTube has taught me everything I know about these fucking retro handhelds since I fell into the rabbit hole. And there are others that are great, but he's just the guy I go to because he has the most in-depth tutorials and in-depth... He he does videos and written tutorials for everything. Uh, shout out to Russ from Retro Game Core. That dude is the goat out there in Hawaii. He's by the Yeah, fuck yeah. Russ teaches me everything. <laughs> dude just sits down and picks these machines apart and learns the best way to dive into like the deep fucking Linux menu settings to set them up and make them work right. And hell yeah. I yeah, uh, uh, James Hoffman does the same thing. He's like, I know I'm the pretentious coffee guy. <laughs> but this is what I do for a career. So yeah. I'll tell you the best way to do your shit. Right. And also shout out to the best part of Russ's channel. His cat, Chicken. Chicken. Oh, chicken oh. the cat. Yeah. Oh fuck. She's like 15. She's old as shit, but she hops up on on screen. I love sometimes. I love old cats. I love yeah. old cats, man. She just hops into his lap while he's making videos, and he just Think takes cat breaks. The the oldest cat in history lived to be thirty three. Jesus Christ! Is that <laughs> cat years or human years? Human years. Human years. Thirty three years. That's Can cats get dementia? 
<laughs> the cat was still able to walk and stuff. Like, and... Surely, I was like, surely it'd be decrepit at that point. Oh, uh, she was she was old as fuck, but like, she was still like pretty mobile. Like more surprisingly, that's, so yeah, that's surprising. I mean, that's with a lot of like even like humans. Whenever they li- live to like a hundred and five or something, it's like, oh yeah, I go on walks every morning and like you know I stay active. <laughs> like. <laughs> I, I drink two shots of whiskey a day. That's what's keeping me alive. <laughs> yeah. It's always some shit like that. What was it? Like, there was like a 99 year old who's like, I drink two Cokes a day. That's what's keeping me going. Yeah. Hey, if it works, it works. Yeah. I remember I this two shots one... of heroin every day. I remember this one. Now, th- this, this might change your views on uh, hot dogs because, like, this one dude. It. This one dude uh, lived to like 110 or something. And his secret, he said, was that he never ate hot dogs. He lived in New York City and was a Yankees fan. And one time at a Yankees game, he took a bite of a hot dog, but immediately spit it out. And he said that's what saved him and kept him alive past 100. (laughs) (laughs) It is a goat. (laughs) Pork ankles will be the death of you. <laughs> oh man, that's probably good advice. Yeah, I mean, hot dogs are not healthy, so <laughs> they are not. They'd be good speaking of food, speaking <laughs> yep. of food, I just had a burger. My my uh, someone who's visiting us made it. He made like a, it's like a he made like a parmesan encrusted burger, parmesan. And, and made a garlic bread out of the hamburger buns. What? And it was fucking delicious. That's a lot. I love that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> sounds amazing. Sound bussin' bussin'. It, it was bussin' bussin'. I woke up from a nap. I came downstairs. And he's like, I'm making burgers. But oh, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm that's the burgers. optimal way to do it. Right. I made sure to take my nap early today so that I wouldn't wake up late. <laughs> Good shit. Didn't want to miss another podcast. Okay, Adrian. Yeah, so I want to real quick. I looked on Twitter and I found an article posted by Kotaku and first mistake. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, it's an article talking about the uh, it. The title that they gave it is Call of Duty Maker reveals plan to squash union effort talking about Activision Blizzard, right? But oh, that's the great, nothing new. Yeah, that's nothing new. But what's great is this is the actual thumbnail picture they chose for the tweet. I'm posting crew voice reply. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally a picture of Ronald Reagan from Call of Duty Cold War. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Ronald Reagan, bro. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's shots fired there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Man, I actually just fucking Ronald Reagan. I know that. I thought it was so great. <laughs> Whoever is is uh you know managing Kotaki's Twitter knew knew what they were doing. <laughs> I what was it? Where did where did I put that? Did I put it in memes? Let me find it about the new Blizzard game. Oh what. They announced they were making a survival game. 
Blizzard oh, announces wow. brand new survival game set in a new universe. And then someone subtweeted that with it's set in the Blizzard offices. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus Christ. That's so good. Avoid predators as you try to make your way towards the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> is there a quick time event to avoid getting groped oh christ <laughs> where's the onion article when you need it right. uh, oh no all right <laughs> yeah but th uh, that was so funny i had to share it um yeah no that's pretty good yeah uh another thing i want to talk about um so you know i play a lot of destiny too right uh this past week uh i've discovered a lot more fan content and whatnot um and one of them is i'll post in crew voice reply but y'all don't have to watch it yet uh it's called uh solace uh and it's a uh sort of um it's how do i describe it the creator is the YouTube channel is called Player One Stories. Um, and it's going to be a series. This is episode one. And he calls it Immersive Play. Hmm. And basically, it's like a modern, it's like a new form of machinima. Mm -hmm. um, but done in like first person perspective. Uh, basically, the whole thing is done with full voice acted characters, music and everything um, about this one new like guardian being resurrected and whatnot. And they just kind of removed the HUD and put custom HUDs for some characters and stuff like that. Um, and it was really impressive that they were able to get uh, solid footage of the public areas without anyone dicking around too much. Um, but yeah, it it was actually pretty cool. I was impressed. Uh, and this leads me on to my next point that the exalted lore daddy of destiny. My name is Bife. My name is Bife. He has uh, talked about in the past few weeks um, how he has had this project planned for like seven years now and it's finally coming to fruition. Oh, uh it's called Dynasty. It's an hour and a half long uh, fan film done entirely by creators and artists from the Destiny community. A full feature length fan film with one of the greatest 3D animators for Destiny content, Drexus uh, Animations, um, helming a lot of the animation of it. And there's also supposed to be some 2D animation in it, too. I don't know. We don't know much beyond that, but it's supposed to release like right before Witch Queen drops next month. Um, okay. And I'm really hyped about that. It has to do with the Book of Sorrows and the Hive. Good. Yep. <laughs> so that's that's going to be a big a big thing coming out. Um, and yeah, that's that's what I've been hyped about. Also. Uh, just recently found a video of someone explaining how to get the Anno Panthera Tigris, the uh, uh, emblem that's for the Chinese New Year of the tiger, right? Uh-huh. And it's entirely tutorial for us English speakers to download a Chinese app that's entirely in Chinese 
and he shapes and colors of buttons to navigate the app so we can get a free uh, Chinese New Year tiger emblem. And this just wasn't released for English? No, I don't think so. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, with, with Bungie, they have, uh, like, entire different departments for each region of the world. Um, right. And community managers for each region. So uh, I can imagine that some things just get released there and don't get released here, you know. Um. But yeah, I was I was like, holy shit! Like this person actually did their research. <laughs> um, it reminds me of people um trying to get mounts that are like only released in like Japan for FF14. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there was exactly. one um where you had to eat like an entire KFC meal to get my god yeah to get yeah. the, the yeah, fat I remember black that chocobo. One. I remember <laughs> the black chocobo, and it's like Japan only, so. Good luck. Right? Someone flies like, to Japan to do that. <laughs> exclusively just to be able to do those. Yeah. Oh, but, um, fucking, uh, I don't know if I said this last time, but Witch Queen's Raid is being released on March 5th. Um, uh-huh. so with the main expansion drops February 22nd. Um, and I thought that's when the raid was going to drop like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, no, it never does. Yeah, I don't know why I thought that. But as as is good, is customary, the day one of the raid, day one of the raid is dropping on March 5th. And I thought I was going to have to take off work for that, but it's on a Saturday, which is good because I saw for the last Wish raid in Destiny 2, the day one raid, Dado does Destiny, or just Dado now, his raid team was second, in, were second place in finishing the raid. Want to know what their time was? Um, 24 hours and two minutes. No. Yeah. No. And that's a team being competitive, trying to be the day one raid. Surprisingly, yeah, surprisingly. I don't know. Beating the raid on the first day will always like get you something. Oh, yeah, it will get you awesome gear. And you get like special titles if you're like the first uh one to finish the raid. Right. Um I think actually uh the reason why they were second place was because they took two minutes, exactly two minutes for a bathroom break. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. Right. And like watching that raid, like poop socked it. Should have just like, poop socked it. But what was crazy is that the raid, there's a 24 hour VOD of the raid that he's posted. Um, and basically, uh, the entire raid up to the final boss took six hours, six hours. (laughs) And then there's the final boss and then the final encounter. Um, and that took the rest of the 18 hours. Jesus. That. Last Wish is considered one of the best raids, but holy shit, that sounds absolutely uh, just infuriating to get through. Now you know why I said no to the invite. <laughs> That's fair. We're not trying. I'm I'm telling you right now, most likely we're we're not going to be. No, yeah, chances are no, but. Well, I think our, our best bet is to play for like six hours the first day, 
wait until somebody else finishes it so we can get some clues and then finish the rest the next day. Yep. <laughs> that's that's definitely going to be the move. Anna, is that typical for MMO raids? Like a full day to get through one once it drops? It, Anna, every, every MMO is different. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. The big hurdle with like Destiny 2 raids is like day one raids is that every encounter is a puzzle um, and there's no there's only clues to give you hints towards what happens like in last wish raid uh, the first encounter has the main boss in the middle and you can hurt her but it's she teleports all around so you can never hurt her enough. But the places she teleports to are on these plates with symbols on them. And you have to figure out, oh, we have to stand on these plates so that she can't teleport here anymore. We have to kill a knight that spawns so she can't teleport here anymore. And after we complete three out of the six plates, she'll spawn in the middle and start charging up a, uh, it's like the damage phase, right? So you start damaging her, but she starts charging up a white mechanic where she starts to use her weapon and does like some like hi he ho hot like weird witch she's like a witch uh like spell thing um and when she claps her hands everybody dies right Clap. uh yeah and watching this like this day one raid that data was doing it took him forever to figure out that these little doors that ring the center where she's doing the white mechanic will open up like while she's doing the white mechanic and you have to run inside these little like one person compartments doors close and you survive the white mechanic and then rinse and repeat um three times for the boss phase and then another three times cycling through doing all the plates and stuff and that's just the simplest encounter that's the first encounter um the second one has like a time uh has a timed uh a white mechanic where you have to complete all the puzzles within a certain amount of time uh, or else you all die. Uh, and then I know the last one facing the final boss Riven. Um, you have to, she's, she's like this Leviathan uh, dragon that is a shapeshifter and can turn into literally anything. Um, and she comes out as this massive, Boneheaded, like I gotta find a picture of her, um, because it's pretty gnarly. Riven, Destiny, tool. find an image. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know you said uh, one time, Hadard, that is Destiny two just uh, like cosmic horror. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. This. Yeah, like, th- this proves it. Look at this shit. Posting and crew voice reply. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm in crew chat. Not voice reply. Oh, no. That's nothing. That's not <laughs> horrifically terrifying with too many eyes. No, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the... uh. And the thing that you have to do for the final encounter is you kill her, but she's not dead for whatever reason. What you have to do is after you kill that like orb in her mouth, after you destroy that, you have to crawl into her stomach. 
grab as you do. Yeah. Grab the taken orb that took her, darkness stuff, whatever, and then commit to the queen's walk, which is where one character has to walk out of the stomach while all the other teammates have to fight inside the ascendant plane of the taking universe and outside of it a bunch of ads and enemies and play hot potato with this taken orb to get it to a certain obscure spot in the final boss arena to complete the queen's walk like (laughs) it was ridiculous and that's what i think took them the longest um uh, was that because one there's no guidance there's only clues to where they were supposed to walk and two there is so many fail conditions so many where either the timer of the person carrying the taken orb kills them and wipes everybody or the people in the taken ascendant plane uh mess up and don't do what they need to do and everyone wipes or they everyone gets killed uh by like the ads and like their and the normal like realm like Mm -hmm. it's insane uh but you get one of you have the chance of getting one of the best weapons in the game from this raid so like it's a reason why people love it also there's uh a built-in skip mechanic um where at the very beginning of the raid if you go to obscure spot you can wish because Ahamkara, like Riven, are wish dragons and they grant wishes. Um, and you hit these certain tiles in an order and you can like skip to the final boss. Damn. Yeah. Uh, there, there, there's a lot going on with raids. There's a reason why. Uh, <laughs> there's a reason like, why you're a fucking nerd. I get it. Yeah, right. They're they're uh they're pretty much the the pinnacle of I've always Destiny I've is. always said raids are what make Destiny worth it and it's the only thing. Yeah, personally, I, mean, I feel the the story and lore is great. I agree, but in terms of like the game modes and stuff, but, they but the, others can be hit or miss. Unfortunately, you don't really get the lore in the game. It's the only downside. It's like Dark Souls. Well, yes, you do. Now you do. Initially, you didn't. Um, I remember Dark- those grimoire cards. Yeah, Destiny One. Again, you had to go look on your phone or on the website to get lore tabs. But Destiny 2's story has one, the lore tab actually in the game, and two, oh, most it? Of- yeah, it's in the game. It's literally in your character like uh, director screen. Um, okay. For for my defense, it didn't used to be when I was like maining it at the beginning. Destiny 2's always had that. No, it hasn't. Yes, it has. I can guarantee Bullshit. that. Bullshit. Not- okay, pull it up after a podcast, and then we can... <laughs> we'll Look, man, I, I've already argued with somebody about this. Destiny 2 has always had lore books inside the game, because it was one of the main criticisms of Destiny 1. Um, but the uh, the main narrative of Destiny 2 is much more entrenched in the lore of the game than it was in Destiny 1. Destiny 1 had the issue of I don't have time to explain why I don't have time to explain, right? Right. Uh, <laughs> but Destiny 2, literally, the whole story, the only issue with it is that it's so inaccessible to follow. What I mean is that like, when a new player comes in, there's vaulted content, there's no guidance for what expansions to do first, and players can really get lost in just the amount of lore and story that's available. There's a shit ton 
of content in Destiny 2 now, which Destiny 1 differ with having not enough content. Um, so, yeah, it's... The story's there. It's in the game. It's just hard to, like, follow the through line, the linear path of the story. Um, and that's the biggest issue with the game. Uh, in terms of the actual narrative, it's fucking great. I love it. It's a fantastic story with a lot of cyclical storytelling and also a lot of queer characters, too, that aren't queer baiting because in the Destiny universe, it's not even questioned whether or not someone's queer or straight because the concept of there being a difference between people based on their sexual orientation and gender is just non-existent. It's so far in the future that like homophobia and like prejudice based off of that just does not exist. Yeah, when um, you got uh four <laughs> different alien races invading. You got, you'll uh, you got... Whether that guy is like fucking another dude or <laughs> yeah, right. is like darker skin than you. Yeah, it, yeah you it's... got more shit to worry about. It's a very aspirational narrative in terms of uh, its queerness, where it's like a lot of video games uh, will have, oh, hello, I'm the trans character. Uh, this is what I yeah. represent, you know, shit like that. Fucking the queer characters in Destiny 2, like Osiris and Saint-14, they don't outright say they're in a relationship. They just talk like they do. <laughs> like they sound like an they sound like an old married couple bickering and stuff. And the fact that uh Saint 14 literally after hearing after going on a crusade to kill thousands upon thousands of fallen returns home to find out that Osiris left for Mercury to uh, get lost in the infinite realities of the Vex's infinite forest. He immediately leaves for Mercury and spends thousands upon thousands of years and centuries killing Vex inside the infinite forest, trying to find Osiris. You don't do that for somebody you're not butt buddies right. with. He killed so many Vex. He ran out of all of his ammo. All of his guns broke. Um, and he was just fighting for like the last few thousand years with hand and fist. He killed so many Vex that the Vex actually respected him enough to get him trapped specifically in this one state of like a coma. And they worshipped him. Hmm. Look, you're not that you're not that much of a cool murderous motherfucker if you're not either looking for, for your uh for your love interest like right. who is the, yeah I I was supposed to, admit to say the sentence in a completely different way right I don't know why I'm saying it like this but the point is there he's you're either like fucking the person that you're looking for or in a very like committed relationship right that doesn't involve physical conduct or you are the definition of what historians think that uh that strong male friendship <laughs> Right. You but are yeah. like commissioning Kiru right here. Right. But yeah, uh and then when Saint 14 uh is rescued by the Guardian, your main character, uh mm -hmm. and meets up with Osiris, Osiris suddenly becomes possessed by the hive goddess witch queen Sabathun. Um and we don't realize it until finally Sabathun uh using Osiris's body. Uh pretty much commits xenophobic uh, acts within the city against the fallen that were staying there and then runs away with the Vanguard chasing her. Uh, and St. 14 thing. And so Cyrus is like, 
Come back, Osiris. You can be forgiven for what you've done if you just explain why, you know? And that's when Savathun's like, do be careful, I'll hold you to it, and reveals herself in Saint-14, literally cries out in, like, fury, seeing that Osiris was uh, Savathun the entire time, and swears, like, upon his life that he will destroy Savathun and kill her if he can't get Osiris back. And so Osiris is stuck somewhere in the realm of Savathun, Savathun's throne world. And this is what I mean by cyclical storytelling, because what did uh, Osiris do to rescue Saint-14? He worked with the Guardian stuff to rescue him from the uh, Infinite Forest. And now Saint-14 is going to rescue Osiris, who is trapped in the throne world of Savathun. This is what I sound like on the other end. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, this is my you. fate. <laughs> I was going to, I was going to go into other stuff, but then y'all like kept prodding questions and stuff. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, no, I Destiny's story. It's, and stuff. it's like Hadar is like an AI realizing it's an AI. Like, wait a second. <laughs> Hold on, just a moment. <laughs> when an NPC meets another NPC, and they just <laughs> <laughs> they just do the Spider-Man pointing meme. Yeah. <laughs> like, great. Um. Yeah. Uh. If there's anything that uh, I will say about Destiny Two is, if you've never played Destiny. Don't play it. <laughs> it's too hard to get into now the game state it's in, and it's hard to follow. If you really want to explore the lore and the stories of Destiny, just go watch My Name is Bye for any other lore videos. Uh, that's a better way to experience the stories, which I hate to say is the case. Uh, for for those who are still playing Destiny 2, like we have been keeping up with it the entire time, so we can follow it more uh, conclusively like more authentically, I guess. Um, but yeah, if for someone looking outside in, start with the lore. And before you decide to like fork up any money for the mini expansions and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Anything mm -hmm. else? Uh, yeah. A few other things. Um, I watched Howl's Moving Castle for like the hundredth time in my life uh, this yeah. past week uh, with Rania, and I decided it's my favorite Studio Ghibli film. Yeah. Um, just something about it, it makes magic feel magical, more so than any other Studio Ghibli film. Yeah, that's a good and, one. Yeah, and it's a through line of like anti-war messages and whatnot, especially in the context of uh cities being bombed and whatnot and it's coming from a japanese studio like it's it's really effective um yeah, really quick and the movie came out in protests uh initially to the iraq war going on too so yeah yeah really quick my mom just came into my room and stole my cat <laughs> yoinked she was she was a sleepy kitty she was just like curled up in a little ball on my bed mom just mm -hmm. came in 
her up and left. Right. Upset. Yeah, no, that is uh that is that is a good a good one to choose though, Adrian. Yeah. I like, like that one a lot. I, I would I used to say Princess Monona K was my favorite, but watching the, how did you pronounce that just Um and The the one with the least uh, impactful message, I mm-hmm. would say. Yeah. But still, it left an impression on me because there was a point in my life where I watched uh, Whisper of the Heart for the first time. Mm. And I was like, okay, yeah, I needed that right now. I don't know that all one. times. That one is my personal favorite. It always will be. I have never um, heard of this. Yeah, that one's really, really, really good. But House Moving Castle is great. Mm-hmm. Princess Mononoke is also really, really, really good. I mean, Sue I Ghibli. I'd have to. I'd have to sit down and debate within myself right. for like eight hours to build a proper. <laughs> right. Of 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 my favorite Ghibli films, I don't know. That'd be that'd be hard, right? But yeah, and <laughs> how, how how's Moving Castle? Just my favorite. I, I still got to so watch good. it once. Yeah, it's so good. good. Just also <laughs> the the introduction of Howl is just the most by panic that you can have. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, he just shows all, all you see. When he first shows up on screen, is his open chest necklace, his jacket with that he's not wearing the sleeves of, and his very deep, masculine, sultry voice. <laughs> and, oh, again, the vapors over here. Right, and it's like holy shit. <laughs> um. But yeah, that that movie's great. Also, it's one of the funnier. Uh, how like Ghibli movies? There's really good comedy in that movie. A, a lot of the the fun moments in the other, uh, like Ghibli movies, can be sort of slapstick or just so cute it's funny. Um, but there's like some genuine jokes and shit. Uh, like especially with uh, what's her name? Who's the main character again? Sophie. Is it Sophie? I I wouldn't be able to tell you. It's been forever since I've seen Howl. Honestly, yeah, same. Yeah, Sophie sounds right. Uh, but yeah, the uh, yeah, Sophie. That's right. Um, like there, my cat has <laughs> everything that old lady Sophie says is so hilarious. Um, the cat yeah. you're right. Like, when when she's uh like 
talking to the the scarecrow turnip head um or mm-hmm. talking to the witch of the waste when they're climbing up the stairs and stuff cat acquired <laughs> i've returned the cat it's so great it is such a funny movie and it's very touching it's very as any studio ghibli film is um it, it do be studio ghibli that yep. is their horse stick yep the last thing i want to talk about is ike eveland funny enough oh yeah so I, we haven't talked about the podcast, but I talked about it yesterday with Chris and uh, Ike Eveland, uh, part of the Lexium uh, Niji Sanji generation of English speaking uh, boys, uh, all VTubers, you know, the boys, like that. the boys, them fucking boys, them fucking Ike, boys. since his debut has been the sweet, the very nice, you know, writer kind of guy. He's musician kind of um very sweet and soft-spoken and everybody loves ike um we like ike but before the karaoke stream which he was very nervous to do uh how many subscribers did he have uh uh, chris he was in last place he was at like 130 at that point right one thirty thousand. um after that karaoke stream he went up to 150,000 pretty quickly yeah it was and now he's up to what like 170 yeah or something like that 175 something like that good shit for the boy i and, called this because yeah. of forbidden lore reasons which we will not talk about live mm-hmm. on the air because forbidden lore yes. yep but i called this so i knew I'll say what happened in the stream with no reference to the forbidden lore, but there is a reason why uh, I besides Ike being you know sweet boy and nervous and whatnot uh, in this stream. Yeah, he's a soft boy. The reason why he was so nervous to sing uh, is he's a really good singer, but he has a specific talent in singing that you wouldn't expect from a soft boy let alone a VTuber. Um, and he apparently, from what Chris told me, he had been talking to the other Luxium and Stars. He had stars been talking specifically to Salon, Remu, and Vox. Yeah. Prior to the stream, and they had asked him, are you going to do it? And he's like, I don't know. I probably won't do it. I don't know if I'm ready to do that. I don't know and, if they're ready for that. <laughs> and like Vox and all of them were like, yeah, that's okay, dude. You need to do um, and he does the entire stream doing, you know, uh, the entire character. Anime. Yeah. Just animation. fun, pretty melodies and, and everything. Yeah. Um, and then the final song was aspirin, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And this song, some plenty of people knew it, but didn't expect that how hard he was going to hit the screaming parts of it. Yeah. the the metal growls uh, and the screaming parts of the song it really only happened twice throughout the song mm-hmm. but he's amazingly good at them for reasons we won't get into um and to know is that he's swedish <laughs> yes <laughs> and literally, literally he shot up thousands of viewers just during the stream because people were losing their shit by the end of his karaoke stream, he was freaking out because he hit like 60 plus. Thousand. Yeah. 
and that's pretty high, especially for Anichi Sanji. Stream. Yep. And uh, yeah. And and he was like, "Oh, thanks. Oh my god, that's such a high number." Haha, <laughs> Yeah. Bye. <laughs> yeah. He was freaking the fuck out and just did. <laughs> yep. But later on, as you do. Later on, after the stream, he came back and oh, oh uh, Hadar just got AFK'd. Yeah. We move him back. I don't know why that happened, but that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. Cut in real quick. Sorry, I'm not talking. I was just delivered a Philly cheesesteak, and I'm trying to devour this real quick. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds devouring. But, but yeah, no. So after after the karaoke stream ended, like an hour and a half, two hours later, he hopped in and did an, uh, a reflection stream on what he had just witnessed. Yep. And in that stream, uh, Remu and Vox and Salon hopped in and separately, of course. But they they all hopped in at some point and were just like, bro, <laughs> bro, <laughs> real quick. You if said you, you could s- do it. send me a link to this, that would be pretty pog. Oh yeah, poggers. But uh, yeah, so he did that, and you know, uh, it ended it ended how you how you would expect. Selen freaking out, being like, bro, hell yeah, and then Remu being like, bro, hell yeah. And then Fox being like, bro, marry me. <laughs> and it, it, it ended exactly how you would expect. And uh, yeah, that, that boy's talented. Posting crew voice reply. Um, but yeah, it's the very last song in the karaoke called Aspirin. Um, but he... It's so funny looking on his Twitter page before and after the karaoke stream because he retweets a lot of art uh, of Ike Evelyn, of the character, right? Yeah. Um, and, like, all the art he retweets was like, oh, soft boy, he's he's really bookish, he likes reading, he, he sing a bit, he's real cute, right? And then after the karaoke stream, emo, goth, metal, <laughs> Ike, like... Swedes, it's yeah in their blood. Look, man, all I'm saying is I need to see Ike come uh, with an outfit that's just emo boy. I'm gonna lose my shit. (laughs) First alt album for Ike, big emo. (laughs) The fucking (laughs) the techno emo, whatever the fuck those people with the fucking giant like the jinko pants pants or whatever. The ones with like the jet, like they're they're giant, they're poofy. There's belts everywhere. Yeah, the parachute pants. They wear no fucking sleeves. They have long hair. They do the shuffle dance. dance. Crazy. Those motherfuckers. What is that subcultural called? Uh, I think you might be right with like cyber goth. Yeah, cyber goth. Yeah, it feels like something like that because I'm pretty sure the majority of like the songs are like more like electronic sounding. Well, yeah, yeah. That they usually go into, and then you just have people memeing them into like sick beat yep. uh compilation skids from letter kenny we're gonna get yep but yeah i'm i'm really proud of ike showing off a great talent he has and i'm hoping that he continues it further because holy shit i would love to hear him sing some arch enemy i know he listens to arch enemy <laughs> uh he's swedish it's a swedish metal band like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah uh, no, Ike is great. We yeah. Like Ike. We like Ike. We like Ike. We like Ike. 
but yeah, that's gonna be my week. Take the stage, Adar. Uh, I honestly haven't been doing much this week. I've just been playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel for the for the majority of it. Uh, my brother's birthday was last week, so I wasn't able to go to tournaments. So I don't have any stories from that. And uh, today is over this recording. My dad's birthday. Turning 60 today. A big 6-0. Bad gum. Yeah. My dad's about to hit 65. Hey, real quick. Real quick. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, I looked at the karaoke VOD for Ike. And the top comment was posted six days, ab- six days ago by Fox Akuma. And all it says is your hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please marry me. Okay, Yoshikage Kira. <laughs> That's all I wanted to say. That was funny. Go ahead, Hadar. You're fine. Like, uh, I've just been fucking playing Yuga Master for the, uh, for the majority of this shit because it's fun and shit. I, I can play Yu-Gi-Oh! without spending hundreds of thousands of dollars. Hell yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. Without spending hundreds of thousands of dollars. Hell yeah. Uh, the only reason I spent any money on this is because I just was too fucking lazy to just grind out the gems, and that's literally it. And it's a special mm-hmm. deal that has a limited time going on. And that's basically it. I'm not going to be going to like the usual, like, hey, $80 for X amount of gems yeah. bullshit. I'm not, I'm not oh. doing that. Speaking of which, I'm still eating, but I did. I just won a match one second ago. <laughs> Hell yeah. I, w- I, I won it on turn two. I got the best hand I've ever gotten. <laughs> <laughs> good fucking shit this okay, fucking back to my food. player <laughs> uh, I've actually been playing the entire uh, podcast I've been playing solo mode uh, for uh, for Master Duel just uh, which is basically the story mode you're going through like like card lores and shit uh, you get like free cards and like gems and stuff and that's basically it mm-hmm. uh, so I've just been doing that so I can do more gotcha without having to spend money there's three things for like the the thing that I bought was a uh, this thirty two dollar package thing for like thirty five hundred gems that's uh you can buy three times until around somewhere around March is when it uh expires and that's basically it. Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm gonna buy one this month. I'm not gonna buy more this month. I might buy another one next month and that's gonna be basically it. But I'm not gonna fucking fall into this hole. Uh, I have a. Comp- a fully competitive deck with Utopia, which is like the protagonist deck for uh, season f- for series four, the one that nobody likes, uh, because it's yeah. really cheap to make this to make this a uh, deck. Uh, there's like a starter deck that you just spend like a hundred, like a hundred and fifty gems, I think. You need a thousand for a temple, like for re- uh, reference. I think you need. I think you spend like a hundred and fifty gems for like one of the structure decks, and you just buy three of them things. Yep. And then, like, it's pretty good, f- like, at at that. And then I've upgraded it to almost the uh, best version that it can be. That's what I'm currently grinding for gems for, to see if I can pull the rest of the stuff. Yeah, real yeah. quick, for reference, if in case anyone does want to give it a try, I built my first deck, which is, like, half ultra rares, which is the most expensive cards, and I did it all free to play. So yeah, like, you, you literally your first deck will be very money. easy to make. Yeah, like you, you literally do not need to spend money. Again, the only reason I did was because I was being fucking lazy and it's a specific t- uh, deal that's going on and stuff. Oh, but I'm like, going to when I get paid. I'm gonna spend like twenty dollars. Yeah, but like my point is, like this is super free to play for anybody who doesn't want to spend money on Yu-Gi-Oh. Like it say is less. Uh, okay, less. <laughs> that was bad. That yeah. was fucking yeah, it terrible. Was. 
You want to know what isn't bad? Uh-huh. The Philly cheesesteak. Are you sure about Word. that? It's pretty good. Look, uh, now I'm just saying whether I want to roll for this specific UR <laughs> or a different specific UR. I don't know what to do. What do I do? Where do I go? I'm just going to fucking uh, roll for this one. It's fine. I already have the fucking pack open. Yeah. Alright, let's do this. Uh, so, yeah, that's basically just been it. I've been doing Gacha. I've been doing card games. Uh, new banlist for Yu-Gi-Oh! came out uh, literally today, if anybody wants to like hear about fucking banlists in Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, not for Master Duel. Master Duel had its own banlist, separate from the uh, TCG and OCG. Japan's banlist is different than the uh, international banlist, uh, because... I don't know, blame Tewart, the guy in charge of Konami America. <laughs> well, the Yu-Gi-Oh! section of Konami America. He's a douchebag. He might be racist against the Chinese. We're not quite sure. But we're pretty sure. Hey. Sometimes he... business is weird. Business yeah, he's in charge of weird. basically fucking everything, and all like the Chinese archetypes uh, have like an animal associated with the card, usually. And so he just had them named after the fucking animal every fucking time. Yeah. Rather than like putting any amount of effort into like their names, despite the fact that some effort is put into a lot of names in this fucking game. Uh, but more recently, they decided, you know, let's not name them after animals. Let's name them after the historical people that this archetype is based on. Mm-hmm. Let's do that for once. Let not be bitches. <laughs> okay, yeah. got anything else? Uh, I'm trying to remember. Uh, probably manga shit. Uh, chapter 300, I think, for Fire Force came out today. Uh, it's wrapping up, but like, I uh, chapter 298, almost 300. Ooh, oh no no hold on that's several weeks back scrolling up yes it was 300 so chapter 300 came out today for fire force and like i have issues with it but it's also like the most fire force this chapter could have been so i actually just can't be mad at it like anybody who reached chapter 300 will understand what the fuck i mean uh new chapter for kaguya came out uh because again it's also weekly uh it was a it's a good chapter we're setting shit up uh, Eden Zero continues. Be- uh, that's why I want to talk about the new Eden Zero chapter, because it was just randomly a fucking uh, pool chapter, and they were making fun of the fact that it's just a random pool chapter, and they had no reason to be in the pool. There's like a narrator and shit that occasionally pops up, and like she's in a, a swimsuit, and she was like, "Huh? Why am I in a swimsuit? Why wouldn't I be in a swimsuit?" <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. And then the crew like after having just escaped like the fucking like intergalactic police. She's like, yeah, let's just go to the fucking pool while we're getting our ship uh, fixed up. Why? And like, somebody somebody was just like, why are we at the pool? And like everybody just kept giving different shitty reasons for why they were at the pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we had some ship teas between the two, the, uh, the male and female lead, which were cute. Uh, and then we're setting up for like actual plot. Man, these temples are ass. I say as I'm about to get a UR. Fuck. The game heard me, guys. It heard me shit-talking it. <laughs> That's not a UR from the stuff I wanted, though. Oh, maybe I, I got other shit. We'll see. Chain Strike. Oh, it's the exact UR I fucking wanted. Hell yeah, let's go. This is the exact card I fucking wanted to pull. I don't have to worry about anything anymore. Yay. Uh, other shit. Yeah, so Eden Zero is fun. Chapter 100 for 100 Years Quest. Uh, I don't really have much to complain about this chapter, despite the fact that I've been complaining about 100 Years Quest every single time I brought it up up until this point. Mm-hmm. I don't need this UR, but that's fine. I've got more tutorials. Let's go. Um, 
setting up for like crazy shit next chapter chapter 100 uh a fun little uh picture got drawn with 100 fairytale characters by Mashima. it's fun yeah yeah and my hero uh decided to, to show us what the fuck the villains are doing right now which is good because we're setting up for the big final battle and we kind of want to know what the fuck's going on uh but yeah Mon- oh and Ayashimon's continuing to be like really good i am really looking forward to every ch- to ev- uh every chapter every time yeah i'm not expecting like this fight to happen at this point and like they're handling it showing up this early th- uh like very well and while setting up like further character developments is this the part where i say that i started reading ayashimon yes yes it is how you okay, liking cool, it so far i'm enjoying it it's nice yeah very nice yeah, yeah it's uh, well the newest chapter was well chapter done. nine yeah well done very enjoy. Yeah, very, uh, what? I read at least the first chapter of this. Mm-hmm. Continue reading. Okay. It's it do fun. get better. Yeah. I it's was just like going. A... I was just going through the Shonen Jump app, and I'm like, yeah, this looks this looks interesting. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, the first chapter isn't even like bad. It's just yeah, like it's... It, it's it's the first chapter, you know. Yeah. 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 They're either like they're either like not bad. They're mid or they're amazing, and they're usually not fast paced either. Yeah, it's yeah, it is it is a good pace. It's if like Kiryu, not Kiryu. It's if like the like a fucking uh, yokai thing was happening in the world of Yakuza, (laughs) and we're just following that instead of Kiryu beating up motherfuckers, but and not killing them with bullets. Yeah, still can't believe that Kiryu has never killed a man. Go back to Yakuza Zero, where he shot down a, a fucking helicopter. Kiryu didn't kill those people. The helicopter crashing killed those people. Oh, this is the guy who did Hell's Paradise. No shit, I recognize the artwork. I think I mentioned that the first time I talked about this. Yeah, you. I think I remember you. Maybe, yeah, I think you did. Yeah. Uh, and Mashal's, uh, because I don't, really, I can't really say much about Yashimon without like getting into like what's actually going on, and I don't want to spoil things. Right. It's just since, it... like, I don't know if any of this stuff is going to like set up stuff for later later on, but like like that like isn't immediately obvious yeah. from like just the events happening. Uh, it's not like it's like obvious what everything's going to happen, but like it's a story beat that you can understand. It's not a bunch of twists. You're just like, oh yeah, that does make sense. Oh, that's probably going to go into that. Oh, I did, and you're not like disappointed at that. Uh, yeah. Mashal's uh, chapter 93 came out uh, about four days ago, so I got about another half a week until the new chapter comes out. And it's good, continues to be, if, like, Saitama went to Hogwarts <laughs> and looked like Mob, Mob Psycho, but taller. <laughs> it's literally what the manga is, though. I can't, like, like, I'm not wrong. I fuck with that. Yeah, it's fun. My fucking friends have recently picked it up, and, like... He's fucking great. We were playing D&D, and he just fucking pulled out some dumb bullshit from Mashal. Like, there's a fucking point in the manga where, like, he's just, he's falling and shit, right? So just fucking, so instead of, like, falling for his fucking death, he fucking just shoves his feet into the wall and just walks up the wall doing that. It is the sickest shit. I love this manga. It's so fucking stupid. Alright, on list. There you go. Happy it should be on the list. It's great. It's on the list now. He once fucking took a metal rod and just turned it into a baseball bat by stretching it out. (laughs) It was fucking great. Love this manga. Uh, But yeah, mangas are fun. 
Oh, and also I have my fucking vigilantes, uh, my Hero Academia spinoff uh, thing for on the app. Is that to update chapters uh, 82 all the way to 117 in one go, and I don't know why that happened. Mm. Oh, and Comey's cute, because Comey's cute. That's it. Of That's course. Manga now. Comey continues. Yeah, it's Comey. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, that's basically it. I've just been fucking playing Yu-Gi-Oh! and going to work. Yeah. Oh, I'm oh, going I'll, to school. I'll bring that up uh, one thing, a recommendation, before we finish. Sure. Uh-huh. Real quick, but real quick, though, did I mention that I went into my master's? No. Oh. oh yeah, uh, this week was week three. Daggum. Good good shit, motherfucker. Working on that master's. That's what's up. That's my boy. Yeah. Stay on that ground. Soon you'll be a fate doctor. Yeah. You guys, <laughs> nobody will be able to escape without failing college. <laughs> you have to listen to me screaming about a fucking, like the, how sick the fight between Saber and, Ar- and Berserker was. Or you fail college. <laughs> All college. Yeah, uh, recommendation, Levi. Oh, yeah. So um, I only remembered because the anime is popping off right now. The My Dress Up Darling, the cosplay one. Oh, yeah. Everybody's just fucking going nuts about it. It's and honestly, I might, give it a tr- it's I might give it a try. Very the, good. The, I don't know about the anime, but I read the manga, I think, a month ago. And it's really good. I yeah, also the... am reading the manga right now. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> the response to this fucking manga. You just keep, we keep talking about the things that, that I have, that I'm working on. So, <laughs> that, that was one of the manga. I didn't I want to bring to... any of them up because I wasn't ready to. Yeah, but now they're I just, all getting brought up without me. I forgot to bring it up like a month ago. And I just, since the anime is popping off, I figured I'd give it a shout out. Okay. Yeah, well, uh, well, you got well, anything? One more? What the fuck was I gonna say? Uh, just just about the fucking like doll anime thingy. Uh, people's responses have been a mix of horny and wholesome, and that's exactly what I was expecting. That's what you want. It's exactly what you want. Wholesome horniness. Horny wholesomeness. Just enough of both. Come join just our enough. Discord if you want some wholesome horniness. <laughs> no. That if another good to title, me. but we have a better <laughs> title. I hate you. <laughs> fuck you, Levi. Goodbye, Darn everybody. Me. Ah, go by anime feed. <laughs> <laughs>